1: We got a great show for you today, unless you're a realist. Unless you're that kind of guy who says to himself, oh, yeah. I want the New York Giants to win the, uh, the Super Bowl this year. I think the New York Giants can go to Minnesota and they can beat the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm rooting for it, and I'm going to talk myself into a lather, and I'm going to go to bed tonight believing that on Sunday afternoon the New York Giants are going to beat the Vikings in advance to a second-round matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. The problem with that is that's not keeping it real. Good afternoon, Evan. How are you today, Ken? Huh. 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 (laughs) Ha 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 ha. You got to be a realist. What's gotta going be on here? Are you uh, revealing to us on this beautiful football Friday, the first playoff football Friday in New York in yeah. six years, uh-huh. that maybe you've come to the dark side? Not to the dark side. I'm not going to make my prediction on this game. It sounds like your prediction is obvious. No, it's not obvious. That's the rub here. That's the beauty and genius of me. Okay. All I'm saying is you can't make it. I mean, you can do it if you want, obviously, but... You can't make a declaration that, oh, there's no way the Giants lose this game. Oh, Minnesota can't beat the Giants. And, boy, I'm hearing a lot of that. And that is the typical uh, broadcast on WFAM <laughs> for every single show since this radio station began When we are 48 hours away from a playoff game and everyone's doing their last show, most of us, Mm -hmm. prior to the game. Because everybody makes a pick. Because ultimately, the listeners, the wonderful listeners of this radio station want to know and want you to put your money where your mouth is. Who are you picking in the game? That way on Monday, we can keep receipts. Of course. And I've lived that now because apparently the Chargers... Kept the receipt of something I said about them earlier this year. Oh, really? Unbeknownst to me. <laughs> Unbeknownst to me. Sometimes they. we don't even know the receipts that were are putting yeah, I'm out a, there. I'm in the uh, LA Chargers hype video <laughs> uh, about something I don't even remember saying. First of all, I'm proud of the Chargers for even having a hype video, yes. so that's cool. Yeah, they did their whole thing about receipts and whatnot. Oh. Uh, the fact is, I said the Chargers were going to do everything they did, good and bad, and I, I've been on them uh, like a rock star. That being said... The New York Giants are good enough to beat the Vikings. Check the box. Yeah, sure. Why not? The New York Giants are very well coached. Check the box. Yeah, sure. Why not? But when you you blindly say, and I've heard it all day today, that the New York Giants are going to win, you're not taking account at all of the fact that the Minnesota Vikings are showing up. Like, you're not showing up against a faceless, nameless opponent. You're showing up against a wide receiver that on Christmas Eve... Hit you for 12 catches, a buck 50, and a touchdown. Right? right. I mean, I didn't miss that. That happened, right? Mm-hmm. Now. And a I... tight end who destroyed you, too. Yeah, we know Hockey's the Giants' done, right? issues this season. And really, it seems like for the last decade, it's not like a new issue right. of covering tight ends. TJ Hawkinson was huge in that game. Now, Dalvin ago. Cook is not any a great year, uh, nor is their running game combined. But they got the guy there. And I can concoct a way that the Giants absolutely could win this Dude, game. Dude, I think you can concoct a way of this game going in any direction yes, you want. I agree. 100%. But I cannot come out and say with great confidence, oh, Giants got this one, because the Giants aren't that team. Very well coached, solid quarterback play, a stud running back, defense absolutely healthier than they were three weeks ago. Right. Pass rush against what is now a weaker offensive line. I love all of it. But I can't come here today and tell you with any great confidence. That this is an easy game but this No, this is a lot no. of this, this, this game You gotta be crazy. This game and I think this is what makes it one of the most appealing games of the weekend, is an evenly matched game. Yeah. In a lot of ways they're similar. At least by this way they're similar. The New York Giants a lot has been made about the Vikings. And that they have a negative point differential. It's been like a big deal. Hey, they got a negative point differential. Hey, they've won all these close games. And I've always said you could look at that one of two ways. You could say they're lucky, or they know how to win close games. The Giants are the same thing. Hundred percent. Like the Giants finished this season with a negative point differential. Like the Giants, they are- did too. And what really even that out was destroying the Indianapolis Colts, which was really the only game in which they destroyed their opposition. Similar to Minnesota. They won a ton of close games. Yep. So logic tells you, we're going to see yet another one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the fair expectation that this game goes down. You know, final two possessions is going to decide the game one way or the other. I don't think I, I think... Could Minnesota blow them out? I guess because they have Justin Jefferson there, but I don't think they will. Well, they could and blow. they didn't really blow anybody you, out. You know what? You can, Again, you can make an argument for anything. Like, sure. how could the Giants get blown out? I'll tell you how. Daniel Jones came very close to throwing an interception early in the Indianapolis game. It was dropped. Maybe Patrick Peterson doesn't drop one. Maybe special teams, which would be my biggest concern in this game, because the Giants specials all year has been up and down. And sometimes, like we learned in 2002, when you have bad special teams all year and you sign a long snapper days before a playoff game, bad crap happens. So there are ways where things can go really, really bad and the Giants are going to lose badly. I'm not predicting that. Neither am I. But the point is, when you sit here a day or two before a playoff game, You can try to manipulate this to however the hell you want. The Giants are going to beat them. Yeah, this is how they do it. Giants are going to get their ass kicked. Yeah, this is how they're going to do it. I look at this game as an evenly matched game. I I I think that is a fair, honest way to look at it. Uh, The Giants absolutely can win this game, but so can the Vikings. And sometimes we get a little jaded here in our coverage of a game, and we forget that the other team is going to show up. We forget that the game happens to be in their building. We forget the fact that they won 13 games. We forget the fact that they're 11-0 and 0 in one-score games, right? The Giants are 8-4 and 4 in one-score games. Like, it's going to be a battle. It is not going to be a 30-3 to 3 game either way this game is going to be up for grabs with five minutes to go. And then it comes down to, yeah, of course, coaching, execution, timeouts, whatever you want. I think a lot of this is because they only played three weeks ago. It's fresh in our memory Christmas Eve, and we remember a lot from that game. And so there's this belief sometimes that everything that happened on December 24th well, it's going to happen again. Yeah, That's and not necessarily true. Minnesota wasn't really even playing for anything. Um, they'd already clinched the playoff version. Well, I don't want to minimize that. They That's were, not fair. They were alive to maybe move up, depending on what the Eagles did, obviously. yeah, yes, but I, can't friend, mini- but, I, I don't think it's fair to minimize know. the effort of Minnesota, but you may see something completely different in this game. Like, Wink Martindale blitzes more than anybody else. And Kirk Cousins actually handled the blitz real well. Will Wink Martindale throw us this incredible wrinkle where we see them blitz a lot less than normal? Mainly because they may be able to get the quarterback Without sending extra guys They didn't design a lot of runs for Daniel Jones In that game against the Vikings three weeks ago Kind of odd, right? Sure. Daniel's been great with his legs And the Vikings have struggled against mobile quarterbacks All season long So I think the offensive game plan Has a chance to be incredibly different But I think what we do sometimes is we look at a game That was very close, the Giants made a few mistakes The blocked punt, the two turnovers And they lost on a 60-yard field goal So it's easy to say, well, hey Clean that crap up, you'll blow them out. Absolutely. Well, uh, clean that crap up, it's not as close to game. Right. I'm with you on that. I'm just excited for it. You know, it's going to be my kind of game, not your kind of game, although you have no rooting interest in it because you're not a Giants fan. Uh, I'm just excited because when you start looking at the games this weekend, I mean, if you, if you go by chalk or at least go by what most people, I think, were on the same page predicting-wise – The Dolphins are going to get blown out by the Bills. That game should not be close. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the Ravens-Bengals game will be closer than what most people think, but I don't think it's going to be a big surprise who wins the game. I just think it'll be closer. You know, this is really the game. Obviously, Monday night's the game for everybody. Sit that aside because it's yeah, Monday night. Monday. But this is the game. Yeah, you're right. I think it's the most appealing game of the weekend. Yeah, I think it's the best game of the weekend. Obviously, Tampa-Dallas Monday night's going to be ridiculous. It'll be the most watched playoff game, you know, not the Super Bowl. You know It'll what I awesome. love, though? You, know, you talk about how when we get close to a playoff game in this town, we all get the pom-poms. The one thing yeah. that I haven't heard this week that I'm proud of, I'm glad I didn't hear it because yeah. it pisses me off. Go ahead, and man. I would have called it out, yeah. is this idea of it's house money. We're no, just happy that. to be here. Who thought the Giants would make the playoffs. Well, the Giants are playing for a Super Bowl right now. How's that and house money? Everything's changed. Right. Like, seriously, the expectations for this football team have completely changed. Look, none of us thought the Giants were going to be a playoff team coming into this year. Not a one. Not even Paul DeTino, who always sees sunshine. No one thought this would be a playoff Who's team. Who's that? Paul Dottino? Yeah. It's Pete Dott. He's a great Paul Dottino. Covers the Giants oh, okay. for a million years. Was he a Giant fan? Uh, he says he's a giant historian, but he's right. a giant fan. All right, all good. I don't know who he is, but sounds good. No one expected this, but that's a great guy. Mean. I hope he wins. Yeah, he's a very good guy. I've heard legendary stories about how into the Giants he is. Does he have a giant Pace. tattoo on his junk? Uh, there's a rumor that he does, yes. All right, my kind of guy. I can't confirm that. All right, fair enough. But that's only a one word. way to confirm it, obviously. But even he didn't see this as a playoff here. What do you want to do? You're going to ask him to pull his pants down? Well, I mean, you just go into the sales office, put your pants down, and run around. There's nobody there. <laughs> Ask him to do it. See if he does it. I don't know him. He's a good guy. Uh, by the way, I'm sure he's a great guy. P-Dot. Yeah. Is that his nickname, P-Dot? Uh, that's what Jim and I called him. All right, P-Dot. What's up, P-Dot? There you go. See he on the... Uh Mike Schmelk uh, pregame show, John Schmelk. Chris yes, Schmelk, yes he is, uh, John yes. Schmelk? yes he is. He oh, that, did I know who he is? Yeah, you know who he is. Yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's the guy that goes. He's like the a bit of a homer. Is that fair? <laughs> I didn't say it, but okay. Okay. Is, that, is that kind of like his thing, right? He, he, yeah, I like As that Evan guy. said, He
2: tends to be a bit positive.
1: Nice, no, I like that guy. I love the John you know pregame what, you know show. Know I, I listen to it all the time. Feagles and Feagles uh, is gone. Detino and Schmelke. Yeah, what about the other guy? Madison, who's that? The other guy. I apologize. Is there another guy? Oh, There's another Jonathan
2: guy. Jonathan Cass- uh, no, no. Lance, Lance, Lance
1: Meadows. Meadows. Oh. Lance Meadows. I like that guy, too. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I like Meadows. Wait, wait. Who's the host of that show? I like the Lance host Lance Lance Meadows. Yeah, Lance Meadow. Meadows is the guy I like a lot. He's the host. Not that I don't I don't like those guys. I like all of them. That is as good a pregame you know, show on radio. When we were at Giant Camp, you missed it because, you know, you're bougie. Paul <laughs> Dottino cornered me, and he put his arm around me, and he said, Evan, no one's going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. I said, what do you got Paul?" And he didn't have the balls to say playoffs, but he said, they're going to be a lot better than people think. There you go. The problem is, Paul says that to me every year. Every year. But <laughs> this year it. he was right. This year it happened, but wow. not a one-giant fan. And I like this. Not a one. I haven't heard anybody say, hey, I'm just happy to be here. There's no pressure. It's a house money game. B.S. Everything changes. The expectations change. And Brian Dable, to his credit... Has changed the bar. You go into this game on Sunday. You know where you really believe you have an edge at the coaching position. You believe that this head coach not will not be outcoached. Yeah, you believe fair, that this head coach knows exactly why is that unfair? Because it's not, it's discounting what the Vikings have accomplished this year. Excuse me. What has Kevin O'Connell done in his NFL coaching? Oh, career? I don't know. He's uh, won thirteen games and they are eleven and zero in one score game. Yeah, I get that, What's but that's Brian Dable he, done. This Oh, virtually the same thing. we are okay, in the playoffs. So if we're going oh, to acknowledge the great job Dable did, as we should, he's done a great job. Kevin O'Connell's had a great year. I'm not questioning that, but is Kevin you O'Connell coaching What has he done? No, no. he. It's not like he's got this long resume. It's not like it's Brian Dable versus Andy Reid. It's not like it's Brian Dable versus Mike McCarthy, no, but, as much I mean, as you guys disrespect O'Connell's him. a first-year head coach exactly. in Minnesota, like that's Dable's a first-year head coach here. That's my point. No, that was not and your Who's point? done more? With you're, what? you're attacking O'Connell like he no, hasn't accomplished that. I'm saying that Giant that fans guy believe had a better year than Dable did. I disagree with that. He won 13 games. Yeah, he, this game isn't at Met Life, it's in Minnesota. Kevin O'Connell also came in with talent, came in with expectations, came in with a roster. Brian Dable came in with a roster that the GM admitted was not even going to be any good. I, I, I'm not. Who's done the, a better job? You're this putting year? me in a spot where it sounds like I'm criticizing oh. Dable. I'm not. Brian Dable and Doug Peters to the two uh, you're obvious favorites me in a spot for where coaches got, of the year. You're putting me in a spot yeah. where I'm criticizing Kevin O'Connell, but, which I'm is not. stupid. I'm not. You I'm, just did. I'm saying that Brian Dable. You said, D'Abel, your words are not mine, we can play the tape back for you. You said, What is Kevin O'Connell accomplished? What I mean is, he's <laughs> never coached a playoff game. When Neither is at- Brian Dable. Exactly. So from that standpoint, they're the same. <laughs> I agree. Who do you yeah. have more confidence in on Sunday? Uh, listen, I have not, I don't follow the Vikings the way a fan would or the way I follow the Giants. But you've watched Brian Dable. York. I think Brian Dable is as competent a game day coach as any coach in the okay. league. Okay, so has there been a game this season Go ahead, sir. in which you walked away from it and said, because I did this with Joe Judge, you did it with Joe Judge. Yes. I did this with Pat Shermer, you would have done it with pat Shermer. i did it with ben mcadoo you did ahead, it with ben mcadoo has there been any game this season where you walked away and said you know what they were out coached." no i've never felt that way not a one and even when they went one four and one in that six game span it was not because of coaching not a one when they got destroyed by the philadelphia eagles i think we all looked at them and said they're better there were some things we question. There's always going to be things you question. So Brian Dayball has earned the trust of Giant fans where, yeah, you go into this game on Sunday and you go position by position, uh, roster area versus roster area. Where do you have an edge? I think you all feel like you have an edge at coaching. And you're it's not wrong, a knock though. on Kevin O'Connell. Of course it it's is. It's a compliment to what Dayball's accomplished in one year. Yeah, but it's both, really. Why? If you're saying that a guy that's got how many wins did the Giants have this year? Nine. Nine. That a 9-win team has a better coach than a 13-win team. By default, you're taking a shot at the other coach. Doesn't stop everyone on the planet from ripping Mike McCarthy. I by mean, the just way, just because you and I win the the most games doesn't yeah. make you the better coach. And by the way, just and because you criticize you, I'm saying in general, just because you criticize McCarthy doesn't mean you're right. No, I agree. And I'm not knocking Kevin O'Connell more than I'm saying. He's coaching his first playoff game on Sunday. For all the playoff advantages the Vikings may have and the experience that they have, they don't have it in the coach's room. Right. And if you want to cite being an OC, Dable's got that, too. Yeah, and I want to tell you how things change. I was looking at a Chicago Bears Reddit account uh, earlier today, and uh, this is a year ago, because mm-hmm. now Brian Dable's a legitimate Coach of the Year candidate. To me, it's either him or Doug Peterson, right? And uh, there was some thought that before the Chicago Bears hired Matt Eberflus, they were going, they were talking to Brian Dable, yeah. right? I'm just going to read this to you real quick. shows you how people get things wrong, all right? Daybol's offense has been embarrassing the past few weeks. Bills haven't handed the ball off through an entire half. Their entire fan base wants him fired. <laughs> this is not the dude by any means. If he can't do it with Allen and Diggs, he can't do it with Fields and Mooney. We'd be so disappointed if Dable's the hire. Oops. Oops. <laughs> because Dable didn't do it with Fields and Mooney. He right. didn't do it with Josh Allen and Diggs. He's doing it with receivers named Richie James and Isaiah Hodgins. Hodgins is my guy. I and I that don't guy. mean to knock either guy, but that's my point. Brian Dable has done a no, brilliant job. He's done job. a great job. And if they lose this game on Sunday, and there's a lot of ways they could lose this sure. game, you know how they're not going to lose this game? Coaching. 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 No, I agree. I don't think Minnesota would lose it because of a Kevin O'Connell coaching mistake either. I think it's going to be the obvious. You know, do the Giants get a lot of pressure on uh, on Cousins? He has shown career wise he is more than happy to throw interceptions when under pressure. So that's obviously a key part of the game. And I will acknowledge the Giants are healthier than they were on December 24th. Yeah. but Across the board, healthier, so, especially on defense. The question with health is this. There are guys who are going to play football on Sunday who wouldn't play football if it was week 15. Is that a fair statement? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, that. of course. Sure, like sure. Guys are going to say it's the playoffs. I'm yeah. pushing myself back. Sure. And the Vikings are going to deal with this, too. Garrett Bradbury is their center. Yeah. How healthy is he? And I have no idea. And he's their backup center. Right, but he's going to push himself yes. to play. yes. So the real question with the Giants is Dory Jackson. They missed him. He hasn't played since the Lion game, which was a month ago. Right. Who is and where is he health-wise? Like, it's great that he's playing, and it's awesome that he's playing. And every Giant fan's going to appreciate that because it means he's out there. It means he's on the field. It means it gives you a chance against some elite-level wide receivers. But the question, and it's a fair one, is what is he? Now, Here's what's interesting. The guys, are you may have heard noise in my ear. The guys are just saying in my ear that the New York Giants have just released – Their injury report for the playoff game. Adore Jackson is not on it. Still, to your point, he's playing. I don't think the expectation is that he plays every snap, uh, but Adore Jackson is not on the injury report. Xavier's not on it. They are injury free on both sides of the ball. The Giants right now. There's not a name on
2: the injury report. The injury report is blank. The
1: Giants right now, and this is what you have to love going into Sunday, are the healthiest they have been. All season long. Plus, they have a handful of guys coming off a bye week. Saquon Barkley is coming off a bye week. And I remember how he came off of a bye week earlier this season. He touched the ball 35 times and ran it down the Texans' throats. So you have a fresh Saquon Barkley. You have a quarterback coming off a bye. I'm just asking because none of us know. Getting a Dory Jackson back is monstrous. But what is he health-wise? We're going to find out. We get all your calls. It's a giant playoff Friday. And... This either uh, continues on Monday and throughout all of next week, or this is the last football Friday of the year when it comes to the locals. Fingers crossed. I want the Giants to win. Are we going to pick the Giants to win? Well, for those of you that care about that, that won't come until much later in the program. At some point, we will announce our picks. The guys will do their picks against the spread at 6 o'clock, but we'll give you a thought of the game regardless of the spread. Can and will the New York Giants beat the Minnesota Vikings? Oh, I love this time of year. It would be really fun if our team was ever in it. I have no idea what that's like, even I forgot. Oh my God. It's been so long. I forget what it's like to have a team in the playoffs. In fairness, I forgot what it was like to even have the Giants in the playoffs, and here we are, six years later. Yeah. They're here. Like the idea of a football Friday, just think about this for a second and put our Jet fandom aside because, you know, they're not there. The idea that we are entering a football Friday wild card weekend and a New York team is playing awesome. is awesome. Foreign. The last time that happened, you know, what we were talking about on a football Friday. You were here. You know, a boat trip. Yes. We were talking about the receivers going on a boat. We were talking about Eli Manning having one last run. Little did we know what would happen. A drop yeah, early no by Odell. Idea. What? We had no idea what was gonna happen. <laughs> that? I remember doing a rap song about "We're on a boat, baby." Did you? <laughs> yeah, I did a little tea pain for everybody. <laughs> yeah, ah. uh, going to the farm, gonna get my goat, gonna go down to Florida and be in a boat. Uh. Uh-uh. Can you find that rap song somewhere? I'd love uh, to hear. it. am sure <laughs> it's in the annals here somewhere. <laughs> it was called "On a Boat, Baby." That was the name of the rap song. Audible Baby. Speaking of rap songs, the last time the Giants were in the playoffs, we had a local... What's the kid's name? I, I forgot his name and I apologize. Joe. Joe, my main man Joe, laid out a strong rap encompassing all the players on the Giants and their attempt to go win a Super Bowl, right? Right. Well, for the first time in a decade, rapping Joe is back with a 2023 updated edition (laughs) of a New York Giant rap song. And I'm going to play it for you, okay? Nice. And you'll have a chance to like it or spike it uh, online coming up in just a little bit.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com.
1: All right, Sunday, 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 4 o'clock, Fox. Of course, you got the three games on Saturday. You got the Tampa-Dallas game on Monday. And we have somehow made it through yet another Full season of NFL football, so let's wrap our arms around it, hug it on tight, and enjoy that, milk that thing for all it's worth. We went from a relevant football after Thanksgiving on a yearly basis to a football game that matters on January 15th. Think about that. How about that there, Billy? How about that? Yeah, Here's uh, Mike in Bayport. Mikey, what's up? Hello. La, la, la. Craigie, Craigie, Craigy! I love it. I love the juice.
3: I love the Giants. But once again, you're wrong. Once in a while, you're wrong. Number I one, didn't make
1: a pick on the game yet. How can
3: I be wrong? No, no, no. Here's what you're wrong about. You're wrong about Kevin O'Connell versus Brian Dable. Let me yeah. ask you a question. Huh? How many people in Minnesota are walking around with T-shirts with that big, beautiful, fat head of Brian <laughs>
1: Dable? <laughs> Only in New
3: York. Nobody in Minnesota. Solid, number two Solid is,
1: point. Solid point.
3: All right. And number two, you yeah. say everybody's picking the Giants. Both of you, your your buddy, your partner. He's picking Vikings, and then your boy Geo flipped and picked the Vikings too. They both picked the Vikings to win and cover. Yeah, come on! But I,
1: I think that was a performance art today. (laughs) (laughs) Is what that was. I think that's (laughs) what that was. And for the record, yeah, for the record, my partner is Evan Roberts. And Evan Roberts has not yet announced his official pick on the game that I'm he aware is, of. He is right, though, about, yes. and it's not necessarily fair to Kevin O'Connell, because in his first year coaching the Vikings, they went 13-4. and four. You That's can make pretty good. Argument he's the coach of the year. No, that's great. That's That's a great accomplishment. Yes. But they have a lot of talent. They have the best wide receiver in the NFL. They yeah. have a quarterback making a zillion dollars. Even though their run game wasn't great this year, they have one of the more elite running backs in the NFL. The Viking expectation was they better get back to the playoffs. Yeah. The Giants' expectation was what exactly? Uh, try to win four or five games and don't embarrass yourselves. And that is why he's right. Giant fans look at Brian Dable as a deity. Viking fans still look at Kevin O'Connell as, eh, we'll say. Well, I, I, the Giant fans do not look at Dable as as your words, not mine, a deity. Right now they do. Not yet they don't. Right now they Go do. Go win two playoff games, and we'll start talking about it. Craig, you. in this town, yes. you can have a year in which you make the playoffs and get slaughtered in the first round, mm. and your nickname is, no, let me finish, because I'm not talking about Dayball, mm. and your nickname becomes Man Genius. So our bar in this town sometimes is in the moment, right now. And obviously, anything can happen on Sunday, yeah. but right now, Brian Dayball is a man amongst boys in this but city. doesn't that prove how wrong we always are? Sometimes. Right? He went from the man genius to the man jidiot <laughs> in, uh, what, a eight-month span, nine-month span? Ben McAdoo went from postseason with this yes. awesome slicked-back hair in one year to not even surviving his second year. But, and I could be wrong about this, but yes. I'm being honest because I've seen all of this. Yeah. We've seen it all. This guy's different. And you know this guy's different. The way, There's a like sense in him that's different. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm watching somebody drink uh, diet coke with champagne, and it's called the Tom Hanks drink. Huh. Now, I like I like coke with red wine. I do that all the time, uh, but I've never thought of having champagne and diet coke. Are you going to serve that at your giant viewing party Sunday at four thirty? Uh I got to see if Aaron Boone likes that before I uh, decide to ah, serve it. Oh, Big Boone's coming over. No, he's not coming. He's scouting. Over. No, his no, Eagle I fan. Have, I he should wants not have to said scout that. Scout the competition. I shouldn't have said it. Zach's coming over, but I should no. not have said it. I should, <laughs> should not have added Aaron Boone to the uh, to the list. You should have added Boone because you know BT's going to text you immediately and say when's my invite because he wants to come over and ask Boone questions about. See, that's field. why I wouldn't have him over. He admitted it on the air. I give him credit. But, BT said it. Oh, that when Boone was coming over for the Super Bowl? He said, I hope I get another invite to the Super Bowl party with Craig. We had a COVID thing. That's why we didn't have it. Totally get it. And I hope Boone's there because I have to ask him or not ask him, tell him that Donaldson and Hicks can't be on the team. You see, that's why I can't do it. I can't do it. He admitted it. Like, I like Brandon a lot. And one day I'm sure, uh, you know, we'll have a barbecue together and I'll go to his crib and he'll come to mine, whatever, all good. And he has a beautiful family, and uh, his son's awesome and all that stuff, right? But I can't have... I, you know, sometimes, it's like the old George Costanza. I can't let worlds collide. <laughs> like, And then here's the problem. Brandon could promise me up and down he wouldn't talk baseball, but he's not going to be able to help himself. At some point, I'll go to the bathroom. They'll be sitting on the couch, and he'll go... No Hicks. Just tell me me that. No Aaron Hicks. And then Aaron's going to be like, dude, come on. You didn't have me over to talk baseball. You had me over to watch football. Right? You should definitely invite Boone over if the Giants play the Eagles in a week. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Giants, Eagles next week. I'll invite Boone over for that. Sure. I got no problem with that. (laughs) And you got to figure that would be the Sunday game, not the Saturday game, too, right? That's the big... Uh, no, Kansas City charges... You know what? Big. Hold on. Time out. We can't do this. Buffalo, the Giants have a game on Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, let's not,
2: oh let's not, let's we, not plan yeah, the yeah, Giants-Eagle game just yet, We please. can't do
1: this. I apologize for even bringing it up. My apologies. Well, now Aaron Boone's going to text me. What happened to my invite? I thought I was coming over to watch Giants-Eagles, <laughs> right? Well, after the Seahawks upset the Niners, it may be Giants-Cowboys. You never know. And then I got my buddy Dan, who's like, uh, if you have Aaron Boone over for Giants-Eagles, you'll be outnumbered in your own home with Eagles fans. That's a good point. And he's right. He also said F the Giants, but okay. that's, (laughs) That's what you expect from a Philadelphian, don't you? Of course. That's my main man right there, Danny Dan. Yeah, yeah, but we can't look ahead. He's right. Like you it's are, all you're about right. the Vikings. You have Vikings. no right to look ahead. It's yet. all about Kirk Cousins. Yeah. It's all about this pass rush. It's all about this football game in Minnesota on Sunday. You cannot think ahead. No one is allowed to think ahead. What, what do you think the most likely if there was going to be one? Mm-hmm. And based purely on point spread, so the Giants could be included if you want. If you only had a if you could pick one, just don't pick Giants for the sake of the show, though. So I'm kind of changing the rules <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's the question now? If you had to pick one upset winner this weekend, uh, and I don't, I'm not saying cover the number into that because it's gambling, and I, as you know, I don't gamble. Right. But if you had to pick, what's the team most likely to win that's not expected to win? Yeah, the problem is, like, the Charger-Jaguar game, is there really a heavy favorite in a game like Similar that? Similar to Minnesota-New York. Yeah, it's sort of a pick and so So I do this. So if you take, yeah. take Seattle, yes. take Miami... Uh, take Baltimore. Yeah, those of three those games. Three. I agree. Because the other three yeah, games. Yeah, they're, they're coin tosses. That's fair. The best chance at an upset. You're and gonna I, think and, I, think, and you're, I have an answer. Yeah, you're going to you're th- you're think I'm nuts for saying what I'm about to say. You, don't, you can't say Miami. I think it's Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? I think it's Seattle. Like, San Francisco is the hottest team. Because before. at the end of the – I'll give you the reason. Can I give you the reason? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, despite being 5-0 and oh, – and despite playing great so far, yeah. got nothing negative to say about him, I still don't know what the hell Proc Purdy's yeah. going to do with a playoff game. So I'm not saying that upset's going to happen, by the way. I'm certainly not predicting it. I don't have the balls to do it. I admit that. But if you're asking me, Dolphins, Bills, Ravens, Bengals, Seahawks, Niners, which one of the three, and I think any one of the three, Craig, would be a massive upset. Any one of them. Well, yeah, because it's 9, 9, 14, whatever. Mainly because right. of the quarterbacks, though. Think about Um, that. You're talking about Anthony Brown defeating a guy who just got to the Super Bowl in Joe Burrow, or you're asking Skylar Thompson to go to Buffalo. He didn't even look good at any point this season, knocking off Josh Allen and the Bills. Meanwhile, I'm asking Geno Smith, who has had a brilliant season. He went out there. Say what you want about the guy. He had a brilliant season. I could argue, I, I would, that the Seahawks have the better quarterback in that game, right? Is that a fair statement to make? No, it's not. Why is that? You can't argue that Geno Smith's better than Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy hasn't lost yet. I understand that. Geno's G- thrown interception six straight games. Do you see the talent that Brock Purdy and the Niners have? Yes. Yeah. Far greater than Seattle. And it's not that Geno doesn't right. have talent. Ken Walker's tremendous, DK Metcalf. But if I'm looking at the two seasons, one guy played 17 games, the other guy played five games, and I'm saying who had the better year, you're really going to tell me it's not Geno Smith. Uh, you're going to really do that? that Geno Smith played the whole year, got his to the playoffs. So I'm not knocking his performance. Who's had the better year this year? Between Purdy and Geno? I mean, you're judging it's a not five a fit, game it's Five season. games. Okay. I, is it crazy to say, unlike the other two games, yeah, where uh-huh. it's like the biggest, it's, it's freaking Tyson McNeely in the other quarterback matchups? Josh Allen, Skylar Thompson? Yes. However, is, I think the Ravens have the best chance of the three. No, but that's. I'm just. I'm just I was asking Michael. Good. Okay. Before you get to that, I'm just yeah. defining the quarterback matchup. Yes. Except that, again, you know, we do this. I do it also, so I'm not knocking you for it. Like, Brock Purdy's not playing against Geno Smith. No, I got it. Geno Smith's got to play against the best defense in football. That's one of the and best. That's not defense a knock on Geno. I totally get it. You know, this San Francisco is just superior now. If you want a stat that people are kind of. Leaning on for this weekend, and I think it's a fair stat to at least put out there, mm-hmm. in playoff matchups where the teams are playing for the third consecutive time, the team that won the two games in the regular season, you would think is what? Out of, it's happened 23 times. I know the answer, so you I know, can't guess yes. 14-9. and nine. Yep. That's not, like, a significant number. It's not dominant. What it tells you is that the team that's lost the two games— 50 50, a little less than 50 50, historically, have won the game outright. Unfortunately, all three of these huge kind of underdog games are divisional matchups, so they've all seen each other a bunch of times. Right. And we've seen Niner Seahawks, and the Seahawks haven't been that competitive. Like, I'll admit that. Especially in week two. Meanwhile, those other two games saw splits. We saw the Ravens beat the Bengals, different situation a long time ago. We saw Miami beat Buffalo, different situation a long time ago. I don't think Skylar Thompson's got a prayer. To lead them uh I mean Buffalo would have to turn the ball over five times mm-hmm. for the Dolphins to even have a thought. Plus Raheem Oser's hurt. And he was the reason they had a chance to win the game you know, during the snowstorm a month ago. But why uh, do you think Cincy has a better chance because, to, pull the, uh, sorry, uh, Ravens, to pull off the game? I'm sorry, to pull off the game. Because I watched a lot of that game last week. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I could also make the argument, listen, give the Bengals a break. They went through the same thing with the Bills. They were on the field. So maybe they weren't focused either The game, game. also had very little relevance Yeah, the game that. was for a coin toss. Right. Uh, you know, people forget in that game, the Ravens sat a lot of guys. The right. Bengals did not. You know, the Bengals have a banged up offensive line now, and that offensive line has been terrific this year, really since week three and on. You know, the first two games questionable. They've been dynamite ever since then. So a banged up offensive line, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like you watch that game, and if you watch it closely, like Anthony Brown fumbled his own end zone, that was seven points, and threw an interception on his own twenty. Yeah, their defense is awesome, but since Lamar got hurt. They're they averaging are 12 scoring, points again yeah, right. They're not scoring enough points. No, I don't think they're going to win. I'm saying— Like, look at the two. games they won, 16-14 and 17-9. Yeah, their defense was great, yeah. but now you're going up against a dynamic offense. I agree. Listen, I'm not saying they're going to win. Right. If you told me, though, it's a one-score game late fourth quarter, I could see that. No, and also, you're asking a question in which most of us would admit there won't be any upsets, so you got to pick one. Or you bet. There probably won't be an upset with the three games we talked about. Yeah. Here is uh Rock in Long Island. Big Rock, what's up, kid? Hello. Hello. La la la. Hey
3: Craig, the last time we the last time we met was at a softball game at the Arthur Kill Correctional Facility.
1: Oh, I remember that game a re- long time ago. Yeah, we lost yep. thirty to one. Yes, we blew you out. Yeah. I'm
3: going to tell you something, you were a heck of a softball player, Craig. Thank you. You and Boomer were a heck of a well, softball Well,
1: not so much Boomer because I remember that game vividly because I had a leadoff. I,
3: I made the last out on the one hopper that you made fun of. Years ago. <laughs> okay, oh, Boomer, he was a one hopper. He just made the play. <laughs> he was still hit hard. He was hit hard. But That's anyway, hard. I don't want to get into that. It's good to hear that you're back. I love Thank you. you. I love you to death. Always did. I want to break down the Viking game for a minute because everybody, and you two, Evan, everybody's saying that the Giants are playing with house money. No, that's not what I said. All, no, no, on, I said. First of all, no, no, hold on, hold on. I said
1: the opposite, bro. You can't call up and say every, you just said. I literally went on a tirade how it's not and how no one's saying it. And that's a good thing. So your first point to me can't be you're saying something that I just criticized, but now that okay, I've gotten that out of the way, go ahead. But anyway, come on. been said a hundred times
3: the Giants play with house money. Let's break down the game. We have a 4th and 10. We get a bad pass interference penalty on Monroe. Right. They get an extra set of downs. They score. Okay. We get a pick from he gets He's controlling the ball that hits the ground, and we get that. Then we get a pass to, to James that hits him right in the numbers. He drops it Would it continued to drive. We have two players on this team right now that are looking for 16-plus a year and 40-plus a year in Barkley and Saquon. You want to know something? Go out and win this game. That's it. That's the bottom line. Go out and win this Rock, game. what are your
1: plans for the game? Walk me through what your Sunday's going to be like.
3: Home. Wife already got the meatball sauces. <laughs> Ready
1: for the end of the game. Awesome.
3: Oh, for the I'm end of the game? My yeah. B- yeah.
1: B- <laughs> because Because uh, well, he's going to have a... So you won't eat during the game? Right? You're You're staying away from I food won't... in the midst of it.
3: I'll pick during the game, okay. but that's about it, because sometimes the Giants have a tendency of giving me odds. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: understand. And, and, and you I'm gonna all, tell you,
3: my wife, you know what? Just just, just leave the fried meatballs for halftime, because I get argy sometimes. Yes,
1: especially eating that tomato sauce and all that meat. Good job, Rock. Pleasure talking to you again. Now that he's said it, I'm jonesing it. Yeah, sir. I may have to bust out the old... Uh, desheplo uh, meatball recipe and go old school. Well, what are you going to do food-wise in the midst of this game? Because remember, kickoff's at 4.30. Yeah. All right, so halftime, half-time is probably around 6.15. Yeah. Are you mixing in dinner, or are you just going to feast the entire time? No, I, on Sundays, we don't have a sit-down dinner. You do not? No, it's a uh, noon to uh, whenever uh, feast, Okay. and the food just never stops. And I don't know how it keeps reappearing and changing, but you, know, you go in one hour, there's uh, prosciutto on the table. You go in the next hour, there's meatballs. Two hours later, somebody put nachos on the table. Oh, you're going to hate this. You'll never do this. It's the, it's the new thing. All right? Have you ever had table nachos? What's the difference between that and regular nachos? I'm glad you asked, Evan. Yeah. Uh, table nachos is you clear the table. Whatever your kitchen table, dining room table, folding table, whatever you got in the house, right? Clear it out. Empty it. Nothing's on the table. Now, since it's your own home, you're probably okay not putting a little saran wrap down. But for the sake of the conversation, you saran wrap the table. Okay? Okay. You then take a couple bags of Doritos, Tostitos, whatever your favorite chip is, and you put it on the table. All right? Then you put the onions and the jalapenos and the chopped tomatoes on top. You put the cheese on top, the, the the ground beef, the sausage. It's all on the chips, obviously, not just on but the saran It's wrap. on the table, right? It's on the table, and it's like performance art. So you don't have a plate. You know, yeah, it's like the yeah. phrase of the week. Yeah, it's not like inside a, a on a tray. The nachos live on the table, huh? And they just sit there all day. Every time you go to the bathroom, you pop. oh, you just pick one up. Yeah, but it's on the table. Gotcha. No, I get Understand? you. It's on the table. You say table nachos. Uh-huh. Ah. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm going to try that. Most wives hate it. Why? Cool, well, they got to clean it up. And it's a big mess. You know, you're allowed to clean it up, too. <laughs> no, not in my house. I can't do anything cleaning because I don't do it right. Oh, that's I right. see your trick. I know. That's, that's right. i played that game so, before. So, all men should apologize to their girlfriends, wives, grandmas, aunts, and whatnot. But you should demand some table nachos for this weekend. I think I am. There
2: you go. Oh, don't Honey, do don't. table it's nachos. A terrible,
1: it's a terrible idea. Why is that a terrible that a a
2: idea? Just get a plate. No, no, no. That's no, the beauty of no, it. No, it's not beauty. It's No disgusting. plates. Nah, I don't like Why it. do you what? need a plate? I've seen the videos. They've, 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 people take this table thing to the max. I've seen, like, laid out spaghetti and meatballs and I've pasta. I've seen that as well. Ooh, I've it. done it. <laughs> no, you have not. Yes, I have. You've had pasta. You've had, pasta. had, you've had l- table had, pasta?
1: I've had table linguini. Oh, get yes, out of here. But Big Mac, I, I don't see Stop the issue. It. You're not cleaning it up. What's the problem? It
2: doesn't matter. I don't eat things off a table. Oh, that's why you saran wrap it first if you want to. come on.
1: I appreciate your life lessons. I'm going to try that yeah, this week. I, I think you should try it. it. Yeah. It's you good. Because it? you know why? Now, your little guy's too young, and Spence is almost too young also. But when you have kids, they think it's the greatest thing oh, ever. Oh, I'm sure they do. It's like my kids love uh, when their mom makes walking tacos. You yeah. know what a walking taco is? You probably not, right? No. It's okay not to know what a, a walking, walking taco. A walking taco. Or a walk-in taco. No, a walking with like a the, G. Okay. A walking taco. You get a bag of Doritos. You open up the bag, you pour the melted cheese, the beef, the tomatoes, <laughs> onions in the bag. Got a feeling that. And what they it was. just walk around eating it out of the bag. <laughs> it's a walking taco. It's a walking taco. Yeah, now we've got table nachos. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you a full report on Monday, but I'm gonna try it. Well, t- take film it. I'll film it. Take pictures. Tell Jose or ask Jose. Yeah, don't tell anybody what to do. Jose, Greg. table nachos. With uh, plenty of chorizo, <laughs> yes, the only chorizo. table thing
2: that's acceptable is you lay down newspaper and you have Crabs. like the yeah that's the the yeah. seafood like bake with the coin on the cob yeah. and that's allowed the, roast, on the,
1: table. The, the The red potatoes, yes, the that's, crawfish.
2: That's the only thing allowed. Yeah, to but be that's, on an table. Out, that's
1: an outside thing, dude. Doesn't you, matter. You can't do that inside the Why house. Why not? <clears throat> you don't do the 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 lobster bake, the crab bake, or whatever yeah. your thing is. Inside the house, that's that's the parameters.
2: Right, says the man. No, putting no. nachos on his table. That's right. Okay. That's right.
1: right. Says okay. the man. Who's right? Okay. He, now I'm with you. You go outside. Go get the newspaper. Open it up. Put the the corn, the I potatoes, the lobster, the crab, Most the shrimps. Of the, it's an, not it's inside an, the house.
2: Well, I mean, you could. It is an outdoor thing. Totally agree. All right.
1: So now, now you but come you back could. around. No, no, you, you can't. You can.
2: No, no. It's typically like a summer no. outdoor Summer thing. outdoor picnic yes, table type. I agree of grill. with that. Yes. All right,
1: so we're on the same page. Table nachos. Once not you have your father in law hook you up since he don't work no more?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he would be happy, but he would put yeah. it on. Oh, how about this? Why don't you have your
1: father in law do little, little uh, linguine and clams on the table? No.
2: That'd be That's nice. Disgusting. That'd be hot. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't embarrass him by asking him to do Say, that. Say, yo,
1: Tony, linguine and clams on the table. <laughs> Let's get cracking. <laughs> ah, oh, it's gonna be a great weekend. Great, 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 great weekend. I can't wait. Coming up, we're going to let you hear the n- brand new New York Giants rap song, uh, courtesy of our buddy uh, Joe. That's coming up in uh, just after 3 o'clock.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.